Welcome back to the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast, the podcast for HVAC contractors who are ready to quit screwing around and begin growing their business. My name is Eric Thomas, and I am the host of the show. And this podcast is powered by Rival Digital, which is a full-service digital marketing agency for HVAC contractors. What's going on, everybody? Before we dive into this episode, I wanted to talk to you about Service World Expo 2021. It's coming up from September the 21st through the 24th in Louisville, Kentucky, and you guys are not going to want to miss this conference. It is going to be the conference of the year. Trust me, there's going to be over 2,000 contractors there. There's going to be dozens and dozens of partners and other vendors there. There's going to be breakout sessions, workshops, and some special keynote speeches, and you're going to walk away with the knowledge and the insight that you need to grow your business in 2022. So if you want to learn more, head over to serviceworldexpo.com and register today. I'll see you there. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to another episode of the Smart HVAC Marketing Podcast. My name is Eric Thomas, and I am the host of the show. And today we are joined by Michelle McCauley from Bonnie. Michelle, how are you doing? Good. How are you? Thanks for having me. Absolutely. Thank you for joining me. So, Michelle, why don't you go ahead and introduce yourself to all of our listeners and tell them a little bit more about Bonnie. Um, I'm Michelle McCauley. I'm the Vice President of Corporate Development and Marketing for Bonnie Plumbing Electrical Heating and Air. I actually uh, did not come from the home services field. My background is in media strategy, media buying, and branding. Um, I have a wide plethora of industries that I've worked for, from automotive to political to uh, the quick service restaurant industry and the fitness industry as well. I got real lucky uh, prior. I came on to Bonnie in February of 2020. So I came from the fitness industry prior to that. And um, definitely someone was watching out for me. And it's been fun ever since. That's awesome. So what uh, how did some of those other experiences in marketing kind of help you when you joined Bonnie uh, to begin uh, taking on the home services marketing side of it? Well, to be very honest with you, I, when I got the call to come and talk to Bonnie, I was like, there is no way that I can, I can do this, right? Like there's no way that I can rebrand. They needed to go through a a huge rebrand. They had gone through five years of what's called, I would say shock marketing. And I think that there's definitely people that appreciate shock marketing. And that really wasn't the brand that Mark and Candace Bonnie built. Um, so what happened is it completely steered them in a direction that wasn't good. And they did see that in their sales and revenue for sure. Um, but I was sitting there and I'm like, I'm passionate about this. I'm passionate. Like I know nothing about plumbing. I know nothing about HVAC. I know nothing. And it was interesting because I had quite a few friends in the industry um, that said, if there's anyone that can make home services look sexy, it's you. And I thought, oh my gosh, okay, wow, let's take on this challenge. Um, I'm always up for learning about new things. And I think that 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 was really good um, for me to take on the challenge and take on the risk. You know, there's always a little bit of fear, but there really is a formula. And if you do it right and you have the right people behind you, um, you can get it done. 
So for me, it was, I, I'm going, oh my gosh, I don't know if I can do this. But then as I started thinking about it and just seeing where this brand was going and knowing the brand for so long, it was really, and, and seeing seeing what was happening, it was kind of like, I got this calling of being like, I can go in there and I can definitely turn this brand around, create this brand, tell the story exactly how Mark and Candy wanted it, but then take the brand and really drive it to the next level. And what started happening is all of my relationships that I've built, our, t- our branding team, our creative team, um, our SEO team, our pay-per-click team, I started calling him and I said, what do you think of, what if you think of me doing this? What do you think of like hopping into the home services realm with me? Come with me. And just everyone started saying yes. And so I thought, you know, there's something there. Let's go for this. And it's been fun ever since. And we've just seen exponential growth. Um, Our team is happier. Uh, We, our recruitment strategy is just great because they're seeing this rebranding in the market. Um, I'm starting to see some of our competitors come after us and and they're changing their colors and their tone and how they speak to people. And um, it's, it's just exciting. Awesome. So, so backing up a little bit, I heard you mention that the, the past five years or so before you joined, uh, they were really going after, I guess what you were saying was shock marketing. Um, so just, just out of curiosity for some of our listeners out there who may not know what that is, could you explain what shock marketing is a little bit? So that's something that you throw it, you know, you throw the concept in someone's face. So for example, um, Geico was a great example when they all of a sudden went and brought the caveman in. Um, it just, it's kind of that, huh? Like, what are they doing? Like, I don't, I don't really understand that. And so what was happening is, and it happens all the time. Um, people get clever. They, I don't know if they're just sitting around having some beers or around the fire and they're just like, what if we put this out there and they just slap it out there and, oh, this could be really funny. People are going to, you know, people are going to drive to this. And so what was happening with Brian, with Bonnie in particular was, they were going with like a poo emoji and they were going with this funny jingle and they were trying to do something that really the customers weren't going to react to. And that's the biggest thing when we talk to businesses and when I talk to businesses um, and they talk about branding with me and especially advertising strategy is it's really about who are your customers how do they want, um, how do they perceive you in the community? You know, a majority of our customers when I came on were 55 plus and this cutesy jingle and poo and saying, oh, and a bad word on a billboard or text this wasn't who the brand was. They were not speaking to their general customer audience. And so what you do is that audience starts losing trust and you actually start losing customers and not gaining them. And you be, you lose your identity completely. And it's so, so, so important to get your branding aligned and be telling the story and speaking to your customers the way that they identify with your brand and the way that they want to be speak, to, you know, speak to, sorry, communicated with the way they want to be communicated with. Um, and so many people, so many brands don't do that. And it's really, really important to take a look at your brand. And I don't think you necessarily need to do the caricatures. You don't need to do these funny jingles 
you, you need to think about your brand positioning and who you are as a team and what you want to represent. And there's multiple ways to do that. Um, a suggestion I can give to people is there's a book out there that's called Rudder. It's about strategic clarity. It's a really quick read. It's by David Flanagan. And he's the person that we're actually working with at Bonnie. And he really is that branding genius, won multiple awards. Um, he approaches it a little bit different. I've also done branding where we do a qualitative and quantitative research study. Um, and it does. It costs money to invest, but it's worth the investment because if you don't have your branding um, in line and you're just throwing things out there, you might as well take money and just throw it in the trash can yeah. or keep it in your pocket. Absolutely. Yeah. So that is – I'm really excited to talk about this because this is something that I feel is really missing across the industry for a lot of companies, you know, there's a lot of home service companies out there that have a really cool logo and they've got really cool van wraps and they've got all these, you know, great looking website and they spend all this money. Yeah. Right? And, I mean, that's they, not cheap, right? It's not cheap. Yeah. They're spending hundreds of thousands of dollars and they don't even know who their ideal customer is. Right. And they're just, they're just driving around with these cool looking vans that no one gives a flip about. And so uh, gosh. Yeah. So I recently attended a workshop on branding too. And it was like, that was when it was eye opening for me. Cause I was, you know, our, our company here, we only work with HVAC contractors. So I was always like, Oh yeah, we just work with HVAC contractors. And the lady leading the workshop was like, no, 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 no. That's not like, who's your actual customer. And I'm like, uh, owners of HVAC businesses. And she's like, Nope, that's not it either. No. I was like, Whoa. And then she was like, what's their age? Uh, how many kids do they have? What do they do for fun? Like all this mm -hmm. stuff. And I was like, I thought we were pretty niche and like had it all figured out, but we didn't. And then that's when I started thinking about like our clients and, you know, their ideal customer. It's like, how are we going to help communicate this to customers as well? So I'd love to learn more about, you know, you said that a lot of your customer base was 55 plus. Um, so what is some of that? I guess, what's that ideal customer for you all? Uh, and then like, what does that communication look like for them? So there's multiple things. And this is kind of, this is the advertising 101, the advertising strategy. So if I can give a couple nuggets, one of them is make sure that you get your branding right. Okay. And make sure that you're representing your community. Um, another thing that I see that is very common in home services is the lack of diversity in the advertising. So I cannot tell you in our measurements and what we're doing is, and the calls that we receive now and the emails that I get are like, are, thank you so much for representing who I am. Um, in particular in Sacramento, it is a very diverse community. And the fact that we, you know, went out there and we rebranded our trucks with imagery of all different cultures really does make an impact. It really does speak to your customers and it actually can open a whole you know, range of new customers to you if they identify with your brand. Yeah. So, you know, there is a lot of companies out there and everyone is getting a lot of emails. I can do it better. I can do this better. Mm -hmm. At the end of the day, it's taking a look at your database and going, okay, who is our core audience and where do they live? So, and then how 
So we, let's take a look at our coordinates. So if it's 55 plus, well, for me, that was great. And I would go and I would look in the zip codes that they were in. I wanted to know how they over index and then what advertising platforms were they, were they on? So believe it or not, I did not believe the yellow pages worked. They still use the yellow pages. Um, you know, I was tracking that. I, I go, oh my gosh, how much are we spending on yellow pages? That's crazy. But, you know, that is one of our highest return for 55 plus. And then it was television. And luckily in the Sacramento market, it is um, it is affordable. So I have purchased media and markets that are not affordable. But it's not only looking at TV. It's looking at what stations are they watching. Yeah. So um, not only that. So then if they look at radio, what are the top five radio? It's not, oh, I like this endorser. It's, and what happens is, is owners fall into this. I listen to this. So everyone must be listening to that. It's mm-hmm. really taking a look at it and going, okay, Well, you listen to it, but what are the core stations in the market? And you go and you build your media plan off that, right? So are they reading the newspaper? Okay, great. So negotiate the cost with the newspaper and then make sure you track it because, you know, we thought, oh, they're, they're reading the newspaper. That's what all the research was stating. And we got nothing off the newspaper. We're not going to continue to spend on the newspaper if no one's calling us. So there really is a fine formula. And then for me going into this, I said, okay, great. Our core audience is 55 plus, but we need to broaden that because at some point, if you're only 55 plus all the time, you're really limiting yourself into the potential of the homeowners 35 plus. And with what's going on in our area right now is we have a lot of migration coming from the Bay Area. And those are a lot of younger customers. And it's like, how do we reach them? How do we speak to them? And through research, we pull that. Podcasting is one of them. They're great listeners. And and I look at where they over index, right? So if they're listening to podcasts, what podcasts are they listening to? And let's make sure that we advertise and that we message them in a way that makes sense. Yeah. Wow. That, that's really cool. And I, I really appreciate that you all are focusing on, you know, what your customers are listening to, what they're engaging with, and then also, you know, representing them, you know, as far as diversity goes, because they're, I, I feel like just like we were saying earlier with, you know, everybody has a cool looking band and every, you know, all that stuff it seems like everybody uses the same like five stock images off of totally. the stock. And it's like the little, the little girl, like with a dog and the parents are, you know, happy and they're married. <laughs> and it's like, that's not everybody. And so you put that out there and there's a, not a huge margin of people that are going to look at that and, and actually resonate with it or align with that. And so what was, well, oh, go ahead. Oh, I was going to say, well, and it's also about, creating that emotional connection. Mm -hmm. So when you look into branding your company, and first of all, for anyone listening to this, um, I understand marketing can be very expensive. I understand that advertising can be very expensive. But when you start looking at it as an investment in your company and stop looking at it as overhead, and when you do it and you do it right, it pays off. Mm-hmm. completely. And so what happens is then you get in the habit of, okay, we paid all this money for marketing. We got the messaging, right? We got the ad by, we have all these calls flooding in. Oh my gosh, I have so much work. I don't know what to do. And then they pull back because once again, you go on that mentality of it's overhead. 
No, it is an investment. Continue to speak to your customers, to your potential customers, retain, get that, you know, get your customers back in calling again for other services that you may offer. Um, it's just, it's so important. And what's interesting in this industry is everyone is saying the same message. So I encourage people to go look at their competitors and say, what are they doing? What does their website look like? What is, and there's something to uniformity, but when you're in a very competitive market, it's more about how do you stand out and what can you do and what edge can you take to stand out from the competition? Yeah. And you're, you're absolutely right. Everyone everyone really does kind of say the same things, especially if they don't understand their own brand or they don't have their own brand identity. They all say the same, the same stuff. Well, and remember that your purchasing decisions. So think about a customer. So I, I always revert to this. Think about a customer and why they're calling you. Right. And a lot of times they're calling you because it's 120 out and the AC is down in their house and their house is getting hotter. It's 90 degrees. And I don't know about you just because I've had this recent experience with, I know I work for a home service agency, but um, I had my AC go out and it was 112 and it rose and, and I got a little cray cray in the house. I got a lot of crazy. I was like, I'm burning. It's hot. My kids started crying and you are just in this sheer panic. And so you, and, and unfortunately with the home services industry, it's not super trusting, right? And everyone's saying the same thing. You can trust us. Mom trusts us. We have a workmanship guarantee. We'll get paid. You know, we'll, we'll pay for your service if you don't like us. And it's like, how do you differentiate the message of, we're going to take care of you um, and we're going to make your home the best place possible and we're going to do preventative things so that you can enjoy your home. And no matter what, we are going to make the recommendations that are best for you in that emergency moment, but we're here because your home is a sanctuary and we want it to be the best place possible where you get your best work done, where you're able to relax, where you're able to be your best self, where you're able to make these memories with your family. Um, And it becomes more than that. It's that emotional connection. Mm -hmm. And for us, if we speak to our customers going, I know Bonnie's going to take care of me. I'm excited because they're going to make my home comfortable and create those memories with me. Because remember, a lot of that panic, a lot of that buying then you're calling. So it's based off emotion rather than rationale Yeah. at that time. And so if you can brand your company to make that emotional connection with the community and with your customers so that they're calling you because emotionally they have identified with you, they're they're there with you, they're probably going to come back again and again and again. Yeah. Yeah. And that's, and that's so true about the emotional thing. I mean, I know, you know, human beings, we like to, we like to tell ourselves that we're logical, but so much is decided off of emotion. I would say, I would say over 95% of decisions that anybody makes is based on emotion. How does this make me feel? You know, how does this make me look all this other stuff? And it's all emotional. Well, when you look at the, and that's another thing is take a step back. And talk about, and look at it like a buyer consumer decision process. 
Okay. So, you know, I always, people come to me in a panic and they're like, what do I do? And these are business owners or people that are wanting to get out of their business. And, you know, I say, okay, just take a step back. Let's go back to basics. First of all, who is your, you know, who is your core audience? Where do they live? What media do they consume? But let's talk about the consumer buying decision. There's a, you know, there's a need, there's a recognition. Um, They're going to search for information. They're going to evaluate the process. They're going to make a purchase decision and then they're going to think about it. I mean, people will pay more for the service if you've nailed all, you know, the, the steps and send that thank you card and communicate with, send that gift after their purchase and then follow up and check on their service. Everything that you guys or people always hear, but follow those processes with every other customer or with every customer. Don't pick and choose and there'll be customers for life and your business will continue to grow. Absolutely. So with Bonnie, I know I, I saw on the website, it says leading the way home. What was the what was the inspiration behind that? Um, well, for us, when we went through the branding process, and I, I do have to go back when I, I I came on board, I came to a all staff meeting, and I started meeting with a lot of our technicians and who they were as people and and who they who they represent and who their families are and things like that. And I'm going, oh my gosh, this is not, we need to tell the story of who we really are as a company and that we're not some poo emoji only going to come, you know, only coming in to save the day. We're not taking the hero stance, right? Although we are heroes. We're definitely heroes. And for us, it was telling that story of, you know, your home is an adventure and you could love to travel we all work really hard for you know a living. Some people are in the office, some people are back at home. And really for a majority of people, their home is their most treasured asset. That is where the memories are, are made. Um, and we just thought, you know, we're explorers when we go out there because when people are, we, you know, we're kind of that boy scout, you know, girl scout when we go into a home and it's looking at your home as like the adventure and how can we make it more comfortable for you? And for us, it's whether we're getting you in line with technology, right? The adventure could be you get this new thermostat and wow, look at it. It's got Wi-Fi on the phone. You can control this and that. And um, it could be the simplest thing of, you know, I, I was thinking the other day we were on vacation and I said, oh my gosh, I can't wait to get home. Like as great as vacation is, it's tapping into that feeling of, I can't wait to sleep in my own bed. Yeah. I, you know, I am hot. I'm dirty from camping. I can't wait to get in a, in my shower and I want my shower to work. Mm-hmm. I want my AC to be at 78 degrees. And for us as a brand, that is what we're tapping into when we're talking about that adventure, when we're talking about leading the way home. We are leading the way and and um, how your home is thought of for some people. Yeah. Some people think it's just a place to think, you know, just a place to sleep. And and we're tapping into those memories that you make 
right? So over the holidays, when people are visiting, ensuring that your garbage disposal is working, you know, your electrical, your, your, your refrigerator is working, things like that. And we're just tapping into that. Your home is your adventure. It's the next frontier. Um, it's a place where you're most, we're going to take care of your most treasured asset. Yeah, that's really cool. And yeah, I feel like anytime I get back from vacation, it's like the last leg of the way home. I'm just like, I cannot wait to be home. And then you get there and it's like, for some people, the the sheets are, are still dirty. But in, in my house, we like to, uh, we make sure that we like change the sheets. And everything we do too. <laughs> that way when we get home, it's like <laughs> we can just shower and get straight into bed. Oh, it's the like, best feeling. Like last summer, um, our, our HVAC system was not very good. Uh, we got it replaced in February of this year. So like last summer we would get home and it would be like hot in that. And we'd be like, Oh my gosh, I don't want to go home. We got to leave. <laughs> and so it's like, if you, yeah, like you can resonate with someone on that level. Cause I'm sure there's, you know, there's, there's gotta be more people out there who are in that same situation that I was in where, <laughs> It's like, oh, I don't want to go home because it's going to be hotter than Hades and there's going to take four hours for the AC to you know, cool down the house. Um, when you don't realize or you don't appreciate the things you have until you don't have them. Yeah. And so for us, it's educating that customer to about the comfort of the home and being prepared through like our membership program. You know, we, we say, who says a simple moment at home isn't one of life's greatest adventures? I mean, and with everything going on right now in the world and and what's happening, you know, with COVID and things like that, it's like, how can we make your home that safe haven, that place that you're just like relaxed and you're happy. And when your AC goes out and it's super hot and you're there for days, you've never been more grateful when your AC turns back on or your garbage disposal is out airs as on the fritz and you're having to hand wash dishes and you're not, you know, you're not used to those creature comforts. It's, it's tough and it makes it that much better when things are working properly. Yeah. So for, for people listening right now um, or for anyone listening right now who has no clue what their brand identity is, who their ideal customers are, uh, or any of the messaging. Michelle, what are some exercises or or just simple things they could do to help, I guess, identify those areas? So I would read Rudder. <laughs> I'm not, I, I think just Rudder, there's a ton of branding books. I'm not mm-hmm. trying to plug anyone, but but for me, it was a simple realization because it has real life samples and examples. And these brands um, are multi-million dollar brands. And um, read a book that resonates with you. If you have the money or you're willing to make the investment, which is completely worth it, make sure that you can hire really good a brand team to help guide you through that. There are many of them. There's many ways to do it. Um, There's also a lot of ways to research. So a lot of advertising companies, there's a lot through um, different associations that can pull the research for you that identify, that look into your database and say, okay, this is the target audience. Um, It's really crucial that not only you have your branding, but please do not spend money on advertising if your branding isn't aligned 
because it really goes, when you have your branding aligned and you have your media buys, your advertising buys, it just creates, it creates magic mm-hmm. and the calls will start coming in. Yeah. Um, I'm happy to provide other suggestions, but really at the end of the day, it's about educating yourself. Um, don't just trust your buddies or your friends or your family around the dinner table to make up a name. Uh, I know that's super fun. It's a super fun game, but just because Bill and Jill love it doesn't mean that the community is going to respond to it. Yeah. Yeah. And that, when you were saying the branding and the advertising creating magic, um, there was actually something I'd read recently where it, it's really like a one plus one equals three type of thing. Absolutely. Where absolutely like your, like your, your Facebook advertising could be a one or or 10. And then like your TV commercial could be 10. Um, and if you do those standalone, you'll just get 10 or 10. But if you do both at the same, at the same message with this, you know, the same branding and everything then it equals 30 versus mm-hmm. 20. Um, and so that, that's really cool how, and, and that's not like just some like, you know, weird little metaphor someone came up with. That's actually like a, like a brand lift study that, that showed that. Yeah. And there's plenty of articles out there of when you invest in your brand too, and you think of it as an investment, and then you get the secondary piece of advertising, you will expect that lift Mm -hmm. and you will see that lift. And it can be 20%. It could be more than 20%, right? Um, If I had the article, I would quote it, but yeah. There's a reason that there's a ton of branding companies and marketing companies out there. I do err on the side of caution. Everyone don't go with the one that says they can do it all because no one can just do it all and be great at it. Um, You know, there's uh, like any industry, there's people that want to make money and they overcharge and things like that. And I just would cautious people, make sure that you really do your research. Um, Don't go with the first person you fall in love with, right? So make sure that you kind of check out, get three different quotes, three different options, look at their tactics um, and, and just get behind it. Get behind it because this industry and there's other so many other industries that go, well, we didn't do that 10 years ago. Well, we're not doing that 10 years ago. We're revolutionizing the way that home services perceived and take that jump, take that risk. Um, believe, you know, once you make that decision, believe in it and and let the process happen. That's awesome. Well, Michelle, we're uh, we're beginning to wrap up here. So uh last question I typically like to ask, uh, for our guests. So Mm -hmm. if there was someone out there who is got a smaller company and they're really looking to grow their business, um, what's one piece of advice that you would give them? Um, just like, just like I was saying, uh, don't make decisions with just friends around the table. Really make sure that you educate yourself, try and get your hands on research. Mm -hmm. Don't make decisions just off feeling. Really try and tap into your actual customer base and what they're doing and where they are and speak to them the way they want to be communicated with. Awesome. Well, Michelle, this is this has been awesome and I really appreciate you joining me on the show today. Thank you. This was really fun. Thank you for having me. Yeah. So what's a, what's a good way for someone to connect with you online or, or reach out or learn more about Bonnie? Um, I am on LinkedIn and then they can also email me at mmacaulay at bonnie.com. Awesome. Yes. Cool. Well, Michelle, thank you so much for thank your time. Thank you. Uh, and I hope you have a great rest of your afternoon. Okay. Sounds good. Thanks.